Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Unscrewed, the show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host, Jacqueline Friedman, and welcome to another Spare Parts episode of Unscrewed, where we bring you a little of this, a little of that, and get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. How is everyone today? I'm up here in Boston rooting for spring. It keeps trying to come. Uh, I hope that yours are blossoming. There's much blossoming in your world. Speaking of blossoming, have you seen the new video for Janelle Monae's Pink, P-Y-N-K? If not, please go watch it. That is all I'm going to say on that matter, except she is a goddess and I wish to join her cult. In less awesome news, I did want to do a follow-up on the last thing I mentioned, which was SESTA-FOSTA, the legislation that's supposed to be cracking down on sex trafficking, but in fact is actually just making life much more dangerous for sex workers and also for free speech on the internet. You may have heard that it did, in fact, pass. It hasn't even been signed yet by the president, although there's no reason to think he won't sign it. And many online venues that host sexual content have been shut down. Craigslist has suspended their casual encounters, uh, which is crazy to me. And Microsoft has said that uh, it will, in fact, suspend accounts for violating new rules against pornographic uh, or explicit content, which is also uh, just a complete invitation for them to literally monitor your Skype calls if they want to, or mean that you can't store content on their cloud services that is sexually explicit. And a number of companies are doing this. And I want to update you, especially those of you who are living in California, because there's more coming down the pike. In California, there's a bill coming up in the Senate called SB 1204, which would expand California's criminal definition of pandering, which basically is defined so broadly that any services that might be provided to support sex workers, like giving condoms to sex workers, making sure a sex worker gets home safe, passing out pamphlets with resources for sex workers, all of those could be punished by imprisonment. This is not a joke. So... 
Look alive, folks. It is a nasty, nasty time right now for sex workers. If you're in California, please call your state senators. If you don't know who your state senator is, go to findyourrep.legislature.ca.gov and you can find it there. Tell them to not pass SB 1204 because it will hurt sex workers. And honestly, I hope everyone listening to this show cares about the lives of sex workers because they are human people. But if that's not enough, know that as go sex workers, so goes the rest of the sexual culture. There is a very chilling wave coming about sexual expression and sexual experience and sexual speech. Sex workers are getting injured at the forefront of it, but don't think that you are protected from it. Let's all get off our butts and do something about it. If you're in California, that means calling your state senator like now, like pause the podcast, go to findyourrep.legislature.ca.gov, call your state senator, tell them please to not make sex work even more dangerous and to vote against SB 1204. I'm going to keep you all updated on this stuff as best as I can. If there is other news about the regulation of sex and or sex work that you want me to be on top of, it seems to be happening a lot these days, please let me know. Hit me up at unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com or tweet at me on Twitter at JacquelineF. All right. In slightly better news, I've got an advice question to help you out with, listeners. This is from a listener who wants to remain anonymous, who writes, I'm a cisgendered heterosexual male recently divorced after 15 years. I'd consider myself a feminist supporting ally with a very wide open view of, of a societal sexual ethic in no small part thanks to you and so many other brilliant feminist voices. However, my personal sexual ethic, which was shaped largely by, I'd say, a slightly conservative Christian high school youth group, is one that I've held through a 15-year monogamous marriage, and I'm not sure how to shift from it or if I should. For example, I'm very open to the ways you talk about pornography, non-monogamy, and sex, but personally feel I could be crossing some kind of ethical line for myself to look at anything close to pornography or participate in anything other than monogamous sex within marriage. This could be because of honest preference or it could be because of religious views of purity that I don't even believe anymore but are just ingrained at a subconscious level. I want to figure out how I can really personally explore what I'm open to, comfortable with, aligns with my values in a healthy way. All right. Well, Anonymous, thank you for writing in. I have some thoughts. The first one is actually my second book. It's called What You Really, Really Want. And yes, the subtitle is The Smart Girl's Shame-Free Guide to Sex and Safety. But I've heard from a number of men that as long as you can sort of see the parts that are gendered and be like, well, maybe this particular part doesn't apply to me. There's a lot of stuff in there that applies to everyone regardless of gender. Uh, and it basically is a book full of exercises and thoughts about how to figure out what you as a human person want from sex over and above what you've been taught and what you've internalized over the years, which is exactly what it sounds like you're grappling with. So it's a real personal question. And ultimately, the answer is the only real way to find out is to experiment. So if you're tempted to do things that you feel like might feel slightly unethical or outré for you, I would recommend like fantasizing about them maybe when you're masturbating and seeing trying it on for size there or talking about or writing down fantasies, just sort of like engaging in that fantasy life or like dip a toe in, right? If you're curious about porn, but feel like it's a super line to cross, like find the most ethical feminist porn you can. Give them your actual dollars. If you listen to the show, you don't need my speech about why it's important to pay for porn and see how it feels to watch that porn. If you're looking for something kind of 
entry-level heterosexual. Erica Lust is a good place to start. You know, like, I think that you do have to actually experience some of these things, try them, and then evaluate. For example, non-monogamy, I, as longtime listeners to the show know, I tend to be personally monogamous. But I know that because I tried a couple of times to be non-monogamous and it just was like not where I wanted to put my effort. Like the things that it required of me were just not things I felt like were where I wanted to be putting my energy. But I I wouldn't really know that if I hadn't tried it. So I don't think you have to try everything. Like there are some things you may feel certain you don't want to do and that's fine. But it sounds like there's a list of things that you kind of want to try that you believe are cool in principle, but you on a gut level when you think of yourself doing them feel not okay about them. And I think that when there's a gap between where your ethics are, like what you think is okay in a general philosophical sense, and what you're applying to yourself, you're right to say, like, is this just an old tape? And to sort of try some of them on to for size. I also, I played a clip from this a few shows ago. I was on a show called The Bad Christian Podcast, which sounds like it might be up your alley, which are like three white guys sort of unpacking what they learned from Christianity and deciding what they want to keep and what they don't want to. I came on the show to talk to them about sex. You might listen to that whole episode, but so I don't know how much they talk about sex otherwise, um, but you might check them out. They might be really helpful to you. It also might not be a terrible idea to go see a therapist to help tease some of this out. And if you want sort of a sexually competent therapist, I recommend checking out ASECT, uh, A-A-S-E-C-T, which is the American Association of Sexuality educators, counselors, and therapists. They run a referral directory, which is literally just asec.org slash referral hyphen directory. And those are therapists who are, are trained and competent to talk about sexual issues with you and help you unpack like what is guilt head trips from your childhood and what is just sort of temperamentally what you want for yourself. I do think that the way you talk about like it feels like it would be fine for other people but not ethical for you that sounds like an old tape to me. Like if you feel like something's ethically okay, it has to be ethically okay for everybody. It may not be something you want to do, but if you don't think it makes me a bad person to do it, I don't see why it would make you a bad person to do it. All right, Anonymous, I hope some of that helped. Um, Let us know how it goes. And then last but certainly not least, I promised throughout the season I'd be highlighting a few of the podcasts I was on during book tour. And I have for you a delicious little clip from the amazing podcast League of Awkward Unicorns, uh, which is my friends Deanna and Alice's show where they talk about mental health struggles and just coping with life, basically, <laughs> being an awkward unicorn in the world. And uh, and they were kind enough to have me on to talk about Unscrewed. And I got to tell them one of my favorite stories from the book. Have a listen. So you had a couple of inspiring stories. You had a lot of inspiring stories in, in this book with each chapter. Can you talk to us about a couple of them? Oh, sure. Possibly my favorite story in the book is when I went and watched Porn for Science. But um, <laughs> I don't know how inspiring that is. Oh, but I think I need to hear that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure our listeners' ears just, just perked what? up and Porn went, what? Porn for Science? Tell us. I mean, truly the most fun research trip I had was flying to Toronto and driving three hours east and and going to this really fascinating sex research lab and watching porn for science. What they're studying is the concordance gap, which is the space between 
your body's physiological responses to sexual stimuli and how you as a person report whether you feel turned on and in what ways. And it's gendered. So taken as a whole, men have a narrower gap between physical and reported response than women do. And there are a lot of really interesting theories about that. And in fact, part part of the point of the chapter is people make these crazy assumptions about why that is, which is like women don't know what they really want or all women are secretly bisexual and that there's this <laughs> ongoing narrative about like this grand unified theory of what women want from sex when in fact the answer is like talk to the woman you want to have sex with. Like <laughs> we're all pretty different. Like <laughs> That's it. We've got the answer. Thanks so much for coming, Jacqueline. Yep. Bye. <laughs> But the other thing that I really discovered there almost like unexpectedly was so the study that I participated in involved hooking up genitals, hooking up genitals. <laughs> <laughs> My genitals were detached, but now they're hooked up. Thank um, God. Finally, that's even your problem. It's detachable penis. I'm going to tell my friend John. <laughs> So hooking up sensors to your genitals, so putting an insert inside the vagina and then there's this sort of like almost shaped like a little resin nose that you nestle up to your clitoris um, and you pull your panties up and like nestle it all together and then you get into this giant barca lounger and watch <laughs> porn and like use this keypad to tell them how turned on you're feeling. Um, and one of the things I discovered was that they literally don't know how the clitoris works still, right? It's 2017 and the line that tracks the amount of blood that's in the tip of your clitoris, which is the part of the clitoris that's sort of above ground that you can actually see, mm. declines over time, right? Oh. As you're getting more and more turned on. And I, went, I was like staring at that graph and I was like, what is happening here? And they were like, that's what almost all the women who come in here look like. You're, you're totally normal, uh, which I'll talk about in a second. And we don't know where the blood's going, right? <laughs> the assumption yeah. is it's going to some other part of the clitoris because for listeners who don't know, the clitoris is actually a much more elaborate structure than just the little nub that you can see on the outside of your body. Hell yeah, uh, it is. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, and so they hypothesize that the blood is going to some other part of your clitoris as you get more aroused, but they literally don't fucking know. Like... They know everything there is to know about how the penis works. Yeah. And wasn't right. the shape of the clitoris, wasn't that like a relatively recent discovery? Or is it just that I discovered it relatively recently? No, no. no. It's it only was. mapped, I think, like in the 90s. It's, That's it's crazy. Bonkers. And it's all because, you know, men control the science, right? If it's not helping to get men off, men haven't wanted to study it or fund the study of it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's cool and interesting to encounter an actual medical mystery, but it's also completely infuriating. <laughs> but the other thing that I discovered in that moment was like how deeply I craved having someone tell me I was normal sexually. Mm. It really caught me up short. Like oh, yeah. both my clitoral map and my, you know, the vaginal arousal map were totally normal, according to the researchers. <sighs> and I was like, just felt so validated and then I was like wow I didn't realize I wanted to feel validated about that yeah. you know but I am somebody who's lived a lot of my sexuality outside the norm as a queer slash bisexual woman you know as a fat woman as a rape survivor you know like a lot of things I just have never felt like inside the norm around mm. sexuality and my sexual experiences and just having like science tell me this is normal. 
Yeah. <laughs> it actually sort of made me empathize with the people who are trying to find that grand unified theory, right? Like that it, it would be nicer if we could just see a map of desire and then be like, this is the thing. But it's, in fact, much more complicated than that. Yeah. yeah, so there you have it. Again, that is from League of Awkward Unicorns, a really excellent podcast about mental health and struggling to cope in the world. Um, I hope that you check it out. That's all we have time for this week. If you have advice questions or ideas for future shows, you know what to do. Drop me a line, unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at JacquelineF. I always love to hear what you thought of the show. If you have further advice and you think that a resource I left out for our anonymous question asker today, all of that stuff is great. Um, Also, hot tips about where we should be focusing our activism right now in this very scary moment for the sexual culture. Unscrewed is available all the places you can find your podcasts, pretty much. You can get an Apple podcast, Acast, Stitcher, etc. When you are in Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Give us a little review. It really helps people find the show. Also, if you have read the book Unscrewed, if you can go on Amazon, whether or not you bought it from Amazon, and give it five stars and give it a little review, that also is enormously helpful in terms of helping other people find my wonderful book that I love. It makes me so happy when I go on there and there's a new review. Don't forget also to check out JacquelineFriedman.com slash events for all of my upcoming live events. I've definitely got stuff coming up in April and May and love to see you there. There's also info there about how to invite me to come to your community. Unscrewed is produced and edited by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman. The in and out music is by The Pink Tiles and the cover art is by Nicole Dodonna and was developed in collaboration with The Establishment who also developed the sound cues. Until next week, I'm wishing you safe and happy sex lives. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.